podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Tramblebet Podcast for Saturday, 12th of December 2020. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Good evening, John. And Gordo. Hello. How you doing? Good. Well, no, mayhem, yeah, right? Mayhem, because you're moving, Gordo. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, it, my podcast set up for our Patreon thing is, is my laptop on top of a washing basket in front of a whole bunch of boxes that I've been shielded by this lovely trample bet graphic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's a bit, bit chaos. And I've got the Rangers game on in the background. That's as stressful as my life is going to get, I think. What, yeah. A uh, European game, it doesn't matter, which is so nice to say. <laughs> Does it not? Can you not still finish top? Oh, we can, but fucking who cares? Like, you can get anyone. Like, Fair enough. Just your luck, just your luck. And before we get started, I don't think we've done this in a while. We did say it on uh, the Midweek podcast, just a huge fan- thank you to people who have joined our Patreon. We've got uh, Kieran Gentry, Claudio Giro, Katie Frona, Robert Flynn, Joe Sleznak and Richard Borwell have all joined in the last couple of weeks. And we forgot to say thank you personally, so... Um, I feel as from the bottom of our hearts from the bottom of our hearts and uh, the bottom of the trampled bet bank account that pays for all the lip sync on (laughs) yeah it's it's always (laughs) negative that one (laughs) (laughs) that and the website cost sorry Ah, that's it but yeah thanks guys really really great and it's always it's you know there's joining makes such a big difference to us running it so thanks again yeah so that's uh, £5 a month trampled bet club you get loads of extra content Andy loves boasting about the cheat sheet that he creates. And it pro- to be fair, it probably is one of the, the easiest glowing references that we have. Because people oh, yeah. have for that for ages. People used to always text me after listening to the episode going, what were your picks again? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Five pound. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, cheat sheet, extra content, early access, videos. You get to see all three of us on the, the Zoom call. Um, if you are a member of Patreon. So £5 a month, we'd really appreciate if you join. But that's the sales pitch and that was the thank yous. Now on to last week's pitch, guys. I didn't realise how good we'd done. Well, I say we. I said I didn't realise how I, good the podcast done. solid. Yeah. Gordon had another very good week. I'm just, it's Christmas. It just brings out the best in me when it comes to football bets. It's been great. <laughs> God, you're like the Alex Ferguson of betting with Man U in the 90s. Like the old yeah, yeah, that's game. it. Get me a Christmas and I'll win you a league. That's it. That's all I want. I'm hoping we don't replicate Arsenal, John, with uh, with January. Oh, mate, I don't even, I don't even want to, I don't even want to talk about it now. It's just so, so bad. Um, well, before we got to answer, speaking of Man U, so my banker was a goal in the second half. Man U were one down at half time. Won the game 3-1. Three goals in the second half. I was on one goal at 1-4. to four. Who was it, by the way, in the Facebook group that had Man U to win from behind? Oh, Anna, that was a great uh, bet. Jamie Hutchinson, Jamie, 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 I think. What a bet, sir. That seemed so obvious after I seen you post that. Yeah. Oh. It's the kind of thing the bookies will move to, like, 2-1 to one now, after yeah. that came in. Like, it's it's not going to remain at that kind of price, but brilliant. Andy, what was your, what was your banker? Uh, Schalke versus Leverkusen, backing against Schalke. It was a 3-0 Leverkusen win. They took the lead after 10 minutes, never looked back. And that was odds of 1-2, so pretty big for a banker. John needs six of, the, six of his bets to get one of them. He gets one of those bad boys, <laughs> eh? <laughs> um, I was confident. I, I uh, it, it, it was a game that Schalke actually got a goal varred off and missed a penalty, but that yeah. doesn't take away from the fact that Leverkusen 
trucked them for the rest of the time. Leverkusen missed own goal after like um, open goal after open goal, so it was nothing but a Leverkusen win in that game. And uh, my banker uh, finishing off the treble was uh, Napoli away at Croatone. Uh, who done the business on Sunday, which is different for me because I generally when I put a Sunday pick in and it's the last one of the three, it you know it doesn't doesn't always work out as well. You're, you're uh, waiting for those WhatsApps from us going, Gordon, why are you ruining it again? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Getting removed to the group and then getting added <laughs> back in the next week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Nap- Napoli, I think they went on one that four two. I don't actually. It's the only game I didn't have the final score of because I turned the notifications off after they started winning. Was it four? Uh, oh no. That's what I was going to say. As bankers go, yours winning 4-0, Andy's winning 3-0, me shooting for one goal and getting three in the second half, it's probably as easy as a banker week's ever been for us. Yeah. Like, there was no sweat. I wasn't getting late in that game at all. Like, I was comfortably done after 10 minutes. Um, My value, however, was very stressful and really annoying. Um, So I was in the Czech League, Bohemians versus Pardubice. Bohemians took the lead. I had the home team, Bohemians, at even money. They took the lead, went 1-0 up. But the second half, it was just an absolute onslaught from the away side. It's really hard to figure out. It looked like the exact same team that they put out the week before. So there was no bizarre COVID ruling. It was just a fucking terrible, terrible performance. Um, we finished one each, but part of each should have won. They absolutely pummeled them in the second half. So it was never, it, even at 1-0, it was never looking likely. It was looking like they were going to have to hang on. Not to be. So similarly, for, for my value, that was reasonably nerve-wracking as well, but that's where the similarities end because uh, mine came in very late in the day. Leicester to beat Sheffield United and a way win was just under even money. Leicester won the game 2-1. Uh, thank you to a very late Jamie Vardy goal. Yeah, uh, another game I watched in its entirety, and uh, I think they were they were good for the win. I think they probably I, uh, they, they, were, they were decent. They were they were as soon as you knew they would get a chance. And when they did, like, the thing he knew, the, the Sheffield United manager knew when they went uh, through a goal. <laughs> he didn't, yeah. didn't even look. He was like, I we've lost. Class. And we uh, called it, God, though. We called it. Yeah, we, we called, called it. it uh, Halmst- Halmstad versus Trelleborgs. Halmstad fucking relegating Trelleborgs in a game that meant nothing. <laughs> and then Trelleborgs went on, went on last night. So this was something I've got to bring up. Like, they went on last night to play in the relegation playoff, and a guy scored for them. And then immediately scored their own goal, <laughs> and they yeah. lost three-one. That's uh, agony and ecstasy. But yeah, they went out and just you know relegate you, son. I don't know if they're rivals or anything, but they had some a bit cutthroat for the last game of the season. It was a Great hammering, nothing. yeah. Um, so I so that, that was twelve to eleven. They went off at so great pricing, a great win, great bet, great bet, G man, really good. Uh, my outsider, I'd taken St. Myrna at home at Aberdeen, so St. Myrna beat them in the League Cup the week before. They were still thirteen to five. Um, it finished one each. Sitman had an extra man for 35 minutes, and it's quite possibly the most ridiculous red card I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen it? No. There was a second yellow for Lewis Ferguson. The Sitman player turns Lewis Ferguson, elbows him in the face, like just the way he turns. Uh-huh. And Lewis Ferguson essentially falls on top of him because he's been elbowed. Uh-huh. And the ref books him for breaking up play. And you see Lewis Ferguson get up and look at the ref and go, He fucking elbowed me. <laughs> like, like it was so ridiculous that it was even remotely anything other than a drop ball or something because the ref had stopped playing it was yeah. fucking awful but I was hoping it would have led to St Mun um, going and getting three points but it did not but 13 to 5 I'd have fucking loved that fact. you were unfortunate there I, I would say your, your value bet wasn't close but that one you know you were on the right side of a team that had but I did say John last week that every fucking SPL game's up 
ends up one each. <laughs> and it's when Andy, I, I listened to back to the podcast because Andy goes, that's a man who doesn't sound very confident about your pick. And I was like, no, it's going to end up fucking 1-1 one, one draw. <laughs> that's it. Um, but yeah, it, you were unlucky there. You were unlucky. Uh, my outsider was in the in the German league and I, I feel that I was unlucky in this one. I'd taken Union Berlin to beat Hertha in the Berlin derby. So it was an away win at two to one, which I thought was a pretty big price. Union actually lost this game 3-1, but that doesn't tell the story. They took the lead in the first half and then had a man sent off after 23 minutes. And with, with that 10 men, they still went in a goal up at halftime. But obviously, then playing the whole second half again with, with 10 men against their local rivals, it just it just wasn't going to be. Um, so that was, a, that was a loss for me, but one I feel aggrieved by. I, I mean, yeah, I can't believe you've mentioned this and you haven't mentioned the red card where the, the Union Berlin player kicked another player in the face with his stunts. Yeah. Like, it, was, it, it, was, it, it wasn't, it, like, the way you say that, it. He, he, he didn't mean but, it, it was, but it's a stupid challenge. Yeah, it's, just, like, it, it's one of these ones that as soon as he's done it, he's gone, oh, fuck, man. I was, I'm off. He was too hyped up for the game. You could see it for the first 20 minutes. So, you know, it's that local derby, get right yeah. in about it. Uh, I'm going to go for every ball, but you shouldn't be going for balls with your, with your studs when someone's trying to header it. Yeah, uh, you were unlucky there, and, and and a lot of people in the Facebook group backed it as well um, yeah. because it was the Union game. were just a good price, yeah. um, and up until that twenty third minute, they were bossing that game. They'd already gone a goal up; could have been more. Yeah, if they kept eleven men on the pitch, I would have been very confident that they would have won that. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, my outsider was my only thing that let me down this week, but uh, it was Yeni versus uh, Basaksa here. Um, it, it was a one each draw. So and I watched. I actually watched the last. I only watched the last ten minutes of it. Um, but it, the Saxe were battering them. It, it, they didn't have any. It wasn't as if they were one-one pushing for two-one. One-one was the result that they wanted out of that game. Yeah. But when they got that, when they got the goal, they scored in the forty-six minutes. I thought they may have went out and played some, some decent football. But from what I've seen, yeah, it, it, it wasn't to be. But that was my only blemish this week. Yeah, speaking of that, on the charity, God, that's two weeks in a row. You're the only one that's got a charity bet up. I can't believe I didn't put my name as Mister Charity for this Zoom call as well. It's, it's uh, unjustifiably just the Gordo this week. See if it, see if anyone's a, a new listener, like uh, you know, that's maybe only been hanging around for like two weeks or just discovered this podcast. They'll have no idea how shit your charity bets were for <laughs> yeah, oh, a very long, a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> the charity bet was was a, a bit of a crutch for me, uh, and oh, and you've, you've, re- you've rated that shit. You have, yeah, passed indeed. the past the you know the Pirates of the Caribbean, the Black Dot. Guess who the Black yeah. Dot's with the now? <laughs> uh, John, how's your how's your charity bet going? So I had Sevilla Real Madrid both teams to score. Uh, Real Madrid won two 0 um, Sevilla were a better team actually, which baffled me that they were the team that didn't score, but. Real Madrid, who we did mention on the midweek podcast, uh, going into that Champions League game. Real Madrid are the they're just the best team at doing what they do when they need to do it. Um, but I was just pissed off. I just need them to concede. That's all I need to do. Concede in that game. Yeah, that's what that, that's my dog just uh, calling you out for a bullshit pick. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's it. What about yours, Sam? What's it saying about yours? Ah, uh, yeah. He's like, don't uh, let mate, back in. Don't let back mate, in. <laughs> mine was mine was unlucky. Freiburg versus Munchengladbach. Uh, they end it ended up to all. Um, so what what are you gonna do? Can't believe <laughs> you you boys both picked teams that were playing each other midweek, like for your charity picks. They went on to, <laughs> yeah, went on to play each other. I, I stayed away from picking teams that were playing each other and were comfortably rewarded. 
it was a pizza piss and it was a uh, spal versus pizza um and that's us yeah it you know it spal versus pizza four four nil win it, yeah. it couldn't they were that, was, like, that was very very good half time and it was even money so I, what a week you had then so you had a four nil four nil four two i didn't I didn't have a single. I didn't have a single winning game that didn't have four goals for the team that I wanted in it. Um, so yeah, g- great, great week there. But let's let's go on and replicate it this week. Well, you had one. La- you you've you had one last week as well. Um, a, a very good for week new listeners. Here. This is how it goes. Like all the time. Don't listen to any <laughs> previous podcasts. This is just. A- <laughs> well, see for the new patrons, like we like I had a fucking belt in midweek. Like that, yeah. just that Atletico Madrid game on its own. Yeah, it was good. I called a clean sheet. I called Atletico Madrid to win one or two now. Just uh, they were twelve to eleven, Gordon. They were better than evens to beat that Salzburg side yesterday. Spicy. So thanks for joining. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, on to this week's picks so Saturday 12th of December my banker is 5.30 Saturday night the Manchester Derby Man United versus Man City I'm going as I normally do goal in the second half 2-9 to nine. William Hill best price just under 1-5 to five. Man U's last two games of the three goals in the second half they both scored three goals in the second they both had three goals in the games of the second half midweek in the Champions League both these teams will go all out um, Man U will find themselves two goals down at half time and be chasing the game as they seem to always want to be doing just now this season, I really fancy. This is another one that I really hope I'm not stung like the Leeds games where there's just been so many goals. Neither of these teams are concerned with defending. Mm. They just aren't. They're just too open. So I think this will be a really, really entertaining game. But I just need a goal. I just want a goal second half. I did look at this for the value for two goals because you're getting four to five in the second half, which I think is very fucking good odds as well, which is something that if you're not interested in my shite odds banker, go with that then. Because I think this will be a high-scoring game in both halves. Decent. I see Adam Binkowski posted in the Facebook group that Paddy Power are at it again for this game and giving people a free fiver uh, to bet on this game. So if you, if you want to turn that fiver into six pounds, there's the there's the bet for you. <laughs> you wouldn't get your stake back; it'd just be a quid, you'd make. Uh, yeah, a pound. Back. Yeah, you would, you would make a pound if you want a free pounds. There you are. So if you um, want a fiver turned into a fiver, put it on two goals, second half. <laughs> my banker is in England it's in League 1 on Saturday at 3pm a nice traditional kickoff time it's Hull versus Shrewsbury and I'll take Hull for a home win at odds of 4-7 to seven. Uh, so better than 1-2 to two. Uh, Hull are top of the table they've got 34 points from 15 matches so far and they're at home to a Shrewsbury side who are joint bottom of the table with Wigan only 11 points so far Form-wise, Hull are very much the form team in the league. 13 points from their previous five outings. They scored 11 goals, uh, but more importantly, conceded only three in that time. In the five-game form table, Shrewsbury have four points. They've scored nine times, but they've conceded 10. Um, So Hull are really good at home. They hardly concede. They've actually only conceded three goals across their last nine home games in all competition which is just a, a fantastic defensive record. Uh, and all of those nine games, there was only one loss. And that was a 2-1 loss to Peterborough. Seven of them were wins, and one was a cup game, nil-nil draw that turned into a win on penalties. So Hull, obviously, they've dropped down a division, but they're absolutely dominating this division just now. And I see Shrewsbury aren't going to be a problem. I think 4-7 is a really big price. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you've backed all a couple of things before. Um, I keep a wee eye on him just because Greg Docker is down there just now, and you see he's back from injury, and they look really good. Like you said, really safe bet, I think. I like the pick. I like the pick. Well, I am um, Sunday night. I will finish off the banker then with a with a hopefully a nice win. It's UV away at Genoa. It's five o'clock on Sunday evening. UV destroyed Barcelona midweek. <laughs> It was actually sad to watch. It was. It was the. It's the it really was the end of an era kind of That's thing. That. You just yeah. You're watching it thinking, can Messi ever really come back from this? Like unless he he gets a reverse aging thing or like they like I don't know. They build the whole team around him and, and make sure. I, I just don't see Barca being the force that they were. Um. Anyway, so I'm taking Juventus. They're playing at uh, Genoa. Are playing at home and Juventus are playing them. Genoa have lost the last three games in the spin. They've lost 2-1 to Parma, 3-1 to Roma, and 2-1 to Torino. Uh, Genoa's last win was in the Italian Cup against a Sierra E team. That is is the Sierra E. E for echo. Yeah, E for echo. Uh, That's That's a lot of letters down. Yeah, that's that's, and considering the Sierra C has like 400 teams in it, they're all playing at once. (laughs) Um, So this was Catanzano. They've won 2-1 against. Anytime they've played a big boy this season, They've lost. They lost Inter. They lost to Roma. They lost. To, I guess Torino aren't, aren't aren't the same. This is a comfortable one for UV, and you're getting them at one to three. So Sunday night, one to three, UV away from home at Genoa. Yeah, do you know what? Do you know what was really just sad about the the event is the Barcelona game is just messy that he didn't want to be there. Aye. See that he wanted so desperate to leave in the summer and was forced to not leave. Yeah. It, it actually re- like. Do you, know what, do, you know, do you know what it equates to for normal life people? I had a job in town when I was 24, right? And everyone that worked there was like the same age as me, with the same responsibilities. So we always went out drinking after work. Always yep. hung out. We'd go watch the Champions yep. League games Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then see looking back when the people left and it what became shit. That's what Messi's like now. <laughs> it's fucking surrounded. Martin Braithwaite is the equivalent of a 55-year-old woman just seeing out retirement. Yeah, who doesn't want to go for pints? And she's also from Middlesbrough as well, much like Martin Bray. <laughs> I like it. I like the analogy, John. But yeah, it was it was sad to watch. It truly was. It's like it was like like the analogy of, of my team at work. They used used to do similar, and then they all moved on, and we got guys like young guys like Gordon, and that <laughs> don't, don't come out drinking, but instead go fucking climbing on a Friday night. Just well, big into the old that? climbing. What's that all about? No, I'm not coming for a pint. I'm, I'm fucking climbing. walking. I'm walking eight Monroes. And great. <laughs> that's just it's just my kind of game, you know. That's that. That's it. I'm just uh, I'm the new breed. I am all the Barcelona players that are rank rotten. <laughs> 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 oh, but yeah. So I, that I should finish off the banker trail. Really confident about that one. Looking at UV and seeing one to three. I like uh, it. I love the I, pick, G man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm. In Czech Republic, I am in, uh, no, sorry, Slovakian League, sorry. Uh, Boz, for God's sake, this is so embarrassing. I've said the wrong thing three times, even though I've gotten it written in front of me. I am in the Serbian League against Vozdovac versus Partizan Belgrade. I'm taking the away team, Partizan. They're at three to four, so just under evens. Great value in this. They've won the last six league games on the spin, five clean sheets. They're playing seven place Vozdovac, who, who are good, but they concede more goals. They concede, what, uh, concede two goals for every one goal at home in general in the league and they concede the same amount as they score at home. They're a decent home side and they're the third best home side in the league but Partizan are the best away side. So I think 3-4 to four in the form that they're on. See if you look at tables they can sometimes be skewed but 
positive act were fourth and have dropped to seventh in the same time that Partizan have went from fourth to second. <laughs> he really doesn't like that pick. He doesn't like that pick at all. He's like it's fucking it. Serbia again. What? Right, so you like this pick, John? <laughs> yeah, to reiterate, it's the Serbian Premier League. It's Vozdovac versus Partizan Belgrade. And I'm going for the away team Belgrade. They're just too good just now. I can see them winning. I can see them keeping a clean sheet. If I was going to correct score, 7-1 to one for 2-0 is a good price. Good. Like it. My value pick is in England. It's in the Championship on Saturday at 3pm. Another traditional good kickoff time. Nottingham Forest versus Brentford. And I'm going to take Brentford for an away win. It's better than even money, actually, at 11-10. So 7th place. Brentford away to twenty first place Nottingham Forest. So there's the there's the difference there. And form wise, Brentford are second in that five game form table. They've taken eleven points from a possible fifteen. While Forest have actually only taken one point from their last five matches. They are not good just now. Brentford have actually travelled pretty well this season. They've picked up fourteen points in the road. Um, so that 14 points compares to the most is 16 points, the, the very best. So, so they're right up there as far as uh, road teams go. Forest have only managed nine points from their eight home matches. Brentford's unbeaten in 10 matches. That's pretty good, but they've drawn their last two games. So I think they'll be pretty keen to get a win, and it's a great spot to do it against a struggling Forest side. Better than even money, that represents some value for me. Yeah, I said, I said on the, the midweek midweek podcast, although he's injured just now, see a team that was signing Scott McKenna were going to struggle. Mm-hmm. He was a marquee signing as a centre-half that was meant to come in and help them, and they were shite, and he's now missing for this game. This is this is as good. This is how I feel about the Athletic Madrid bet. This is a fucking ridiculous price for this game. Forrest are going to lose this. Yeah. Forrest are going to yeah. lose this game. Um, I'm very, very confident about that. And if it's 11 to 10, it's just ridiculous. That's silly. Nice. I am another traditional kickoff, uh, much the same as Andy's. This is 4 p.m. on Friday. Um, this is Passing Casa. <laughs> <laughs> this is Turkey, Kasim Pasa versus Denzilaspor. So Kasim Pasa are doing pretty well on the table. They are, f- for a team that are, you know, unremarkable in Turkey, um, they are, if you have a look at the table overall, they are in 10th place with 15 points against Denzilo Sport in 20th place in a 21-team league with 6 points. Denzilo Sport have only scored 8 goals and have conceded 18. Cassim Pass have kept it tight, 13-13. and 13. Now, that it doesn't sound like this is the kind of bet you want to be involved with for value until you realise that Cassim Pass have taken 11 of their 15 points at home and have taken them against good teams. So they beat Galatasaray, mm-hmm. they get a good draw with Antalya Sport, they beat Gensler Bleachy, uh, they drew with Gestepe, and they've actually beaten Denzila Sport every time they've ever played. So from that's, uh, every time the flash score has, has put them down for, which is since 2008, they've won this game, four on the spin. Um, Denzila Sport are absolutely ranked rotten away from home. Uh, they got a draw against Bakish, uh, Basakshi here a couple of weeks ago after a midweek game, much the same as Basakshi here this week. You know, they drew uh, they drew again with a slightly better opposition, Yeni. Um, They've lost to the teams that um, that Cassie Pass have got points against. I think this is a really good bet. It's probably the earliest. Uh, it's the earliest game I could feasibly put in the podcast without it being like offensively early. Um, <laughs> and so I, I'm taking Cassie Pass at, at home. You're going to get them on hills at twelve to eleven, but mm. most other bookmakers are getting them at uh, even money. So even money for Cassie Pasta Friday afternoon to beat Dinsila Sport. 
it's been Zealous Ball's con- concession record away from home. Oh, they're just ranking. They? Yeah, yeah they, that, they... that's what that's what makes me really like this bet. Um, much as much as Cassian passes, home form's tremendous. It's how many goals they concede. I can see this. Yeah, yeah. My outsider. So this is where I was reading the wrong line. Is in the Czech Republic. It's Jablonek versus Pilsen. I am betting again against Pilsen, who stopped me getting an outsider two weeks ago and an L draw. I'm going for the home side, Jablonek, at three to one. Um, Pilsen, I've got five points from five away games this season. So drawn two, lost two, and won one. Really poor considering their pedigree. Jablonek have won four of the five home games, uh, lost the other. Don't know who it was to actually because it was far down the record. But they're just in really good form. Um, beating decent sides. The only team that's beat them recently was Sparta Prague, who battled Celtic twice, so they're a very, very decent side. I just think at 3-1, this is really badly priced, the same way I did the last time, and it was a scrappy 0-0 draw. If they keep playing like somebody's eventually going to do them, I think 3-1 is just far too good value for me to turn my nose up at. I really, really like this. Sounds I, good. I, I don't know, it's, got, like, it, it's the same anytime you're in like... A 3-1, aye. I'm just... Aye, all right, aye, that's, that's certainly football. Uh, Andy, what you got? I am in Germany in the Bundesliga Friday evening, 7.30pm UK time For Dortmund versus Stuttgart Um, Dortmund have been incredibly slow starters of late So they've conceded first in their last three Bundesliga games Two of them, the goal for the opponents came within the opening 10 minutes 86.3% 86.3% of Dortmund's goals have come in the second half this season. That's that's an inordinate number. So while Stuttgart aren't great, um, they beat Werder Bremen in, in, in the last round of Bundesliga fixtures and that stopped a five-game winless run, although there was, there was plenty of draws in there. And I fully expect Borussia Dortmund to win this game. I'm Going for a bit of a punt here that Stuttgart might score first and might have the halftime lead. So I'm going to take the halftime result to be Stuttgart and the full-time result to be Dortmund. So that is 2-1 in the halftime, full-time market, which you will get at 18-1. to 18-1? to one. 18 That to is... One. Make, make that your charity bit. <laughs> Well, it's an outsider for sure. <laughs> that is I, I like it. That's tasty. Uh, there's not often that you come to come up with an eighteen to one shot. No, I I, I once came up with uh, a price similar to that. Um, I think it was a, a a game that involved Cologne in the Bundesliga's Vi a couple of years ago. And it was a straight up win, and I think they got beat eight nothing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully, um, th- this has a this has a different result. I just think the eighteen to one. There's a wee bit of value there, just considering Dortmund have shown that they're maybe not interested so much in the first half, um, and and they know they've got enough in the tank to turn it around. Especially with regardless of a, yeah, regardless of a regardless of a slow start. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a massive punt. It's a, it's an it's an eighteen to one thing that I'll throw on as a single. I like that. Okay, I was going to say that the mega coupon's going to be interesting this week, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I, I am with a real traditional kickoff this time of Queens Park versus Edinburgh City. This is on Saturday at three pm. Now I've been hesitant to back Queens Park of recent, despite them being and, in good and form. <laughs> they've been really good form, but their prices have been really low. Um, like they were playing away last week and were one to two, they went on and won the game, which is which is great for them. But an away team at one to two, who don't have the pedigree of say 
Juventus or someone like that and are perfectly capable of losing a game isn't something that I would generally be involved with. Now, this week, they face Edinburgh City. So these are two teams that are vying for the title. Um, You have Queen's Park have played seven games. They've got 19 points. They've scored 13 goals and conceded one. Right, and then you have Edinburgh City, who have played seven games. They've got twelve points, and they've scored fifteen goals and conceded seven. Now you're getting Queens Park at home at even money, and I just don't fancy them to get the result that you think is coming here. I think this is probably a draw, and probably a a relatively high scoring draw. I think it'll be either one one or well, probably two two. I like this pick because I think two these teams are both too high class to not get something from the game at the moment. Edinburgh City have been, they had a couple of games where they slipped up against Stenhouse Muir and against Stranraer, but in the games where they've played to their full potential, which is the last two games, they've won 4-0 and 5-2. Queen's Park have won 3-0 away from home, 3-1 at home, 3-0 at home. And then they had two cup games in the, you know, the, the Scottish Cup gets played earlier on in the season where they lost only 1-0 to St Mirren and 3-1 to Queen's Park, eh, to, to Queen of the South. So, I fancy this as being a... You were going to pull me up there for naming the same team again. <laughs> that was Andy. Um, the, I had, I'm taking this at a 3-1 draw. I think a 3-1 draw is far too good a price um, to be missing out on and pairing it with the two other absolute certainties in the outsider column will return you a small fortune. Um, <laughs> 3 to 3-1 for that. Maybe look at a correct score with higher prices. But um, yeah, I just... Queen's Park at even money at home against a team that could definitely score against them is oh no see what, I've started, see what I've started doing see when I see good teams like a team that gets a really good result one week mm-hmm. I mark them down to look for next week's picks yeah and I had Queen's Park and Edinburgh City marked off to pick this week <laughs> which is why I really like yeah. Raw the draw right, I can't touch it I can't yeah. touch it I can't choose between either team so it is a fucking draw it's happening man that's a really really good pick I'm solid on that. I think that's excellent. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell, man. We're going to see when we put a mega coupon on. It's going to be limited to like five pence steak or something. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> this week's a bit of a belter, yeah. So on a charity, £10 of our own money, uh, me and Andy will try and pick up the slack that, that Gordo's been carrying for all of It's just been weeks. tough. Really <laughs> tough for me. I am in Spain for Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. Real Madrid versus Atletico Madrid. I am taking the away side, Atletico Madrid for reasons that people will hear me repeat from the midweek Patreon episode. This is the best side he's made since they won the league and went to the Champions League final and got beaten extra time against Real Madrid or got beaten penalties the following year off Real Madrid. This team's unbelievable. I, I, watching that, I, watched the full, I missed the first half because I was playing football last night, but I watched the full second half. There is actually no better sight than watching Atletico Madrid defend a 1-0 lead. They all just fucking are so organised, work so hard. And it was literally the commentator took the words out of my mouth when I was texting one of my mates. At one point, they were 10 men behind the ball and within five seconds, they had eight people in the opposition's half. Like, I hadn't seen anything like it. Now, Real Madrid were very impressive against Sevilla and very impressive against Munchen Gladbach. But what they weren't good at is in transition to losing the ball. They get countered on and get caught out with two defenders at the back so many times and when one of those defenders is Sergio Ramos you're running the risk of something bad happening in La Liga in the last 10 meetings at the Bernabeu Atletico Madrid have the better of this fixture Real Madrid have only won Real Madrid have only won two Madrid derbies at the Bernabeu in the last 10 
The last ten Not a good seasons, fact for Real. The last ten seasons of Bernabeu meetings between these two sides have been two wins for Real, three wins Atletico, and five draws. And of those five draws, Atletico kept three clean sheets and took the lead in two one-one draws. This is a game where they will not concede, and it's a game where they'll win. I really, I'm so confident with that. But there's so many good bets. I'm taking this one specifically. Atletico did to win in the Bernabeu at nineteen to ten. Ramos and Suarez to get booked is four to one. They'll be playing against each other directly. That is un-fucking-believable. That's good. So they may get booked in the same incident. No, they will. <laughs> that's exactly what I think will happen. That's exactly. It'll be one of those ones we'd be waiting, and they'll just clash, and then the ref will just book them both. But I think for all Zidane's motivation and the way he gets teams up for the Champions League, Real Madrid put a lot of energy into that game. I just think that this this is a game... Atletico are at the top of the league, by the way. Atletico are currently mm-hmm. favourites to win the Spanish League because of this reason. They are so fucking good right now. So, so good. And they've still got a couple of players to get back fit. Uh, Diego Costa being one of them. But I'm really excited about this. I think this will be a, a classic Simeone... Um, one nil win. Nine John, before I, uh, that's a great price. But before I go on to the the second leg of the charity bet, do you like them for the Champions League? Because you're getting yes. really big odds on Atletico. Yes. Um, people, uh, I know, I know you were certainly getting twenty to one at Paddy Power like last week. That'll be right in. Uh, that'll yeah. be right in. Um, people forget fucking Atletico Madrid put out the English that last season's English champions during that season over two legs. Athletic would have got fucked by the fact that we returned and it was single leg games. Mm. Athletic would have need two legs. That's why they've struggled in three finals. They need two legs yep. to do this. They're so good at home and so frustrating away from home. Um, yeah, I really, really like. I like the. the I think Athletic would are going to have a fucking amazing season. I think they could win both like easily. I think for all the teams that are in transition and buy players, I think Athletic would just nitpick what they need, one player at a time, and then all of a sudden. Four years are down the line, they've rebuilt a team, and I think that's what's happened now. Yep. They, 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 they're really just so enjoyable to watch, man. And I think this will be the the bit where people start to go, "Holy shit!" I think the Bayern Munich four 0 defeat has been a, a rebirth, misled, misled a lot of people as to where Athletic Madrid are now, and I think they're really starting to get form. Their defense is unbreakable. That Benzema is not getting around that defense. That's mm. what I what I feel about that, and I don't think they have. Well, they, I know they don't have a Ronaldo anymore, so I don't think they have that spark. I just don't think they're going to... I think Simeone's too good a coach. I think it'll out-coach Zidane, and I think they'll win 1-0. Nice. I like it. like it a lot. Uh, so, so leg two from myself is on Saturday at 8pm in the English Premier League. Everton versus Chelsea. I'll take Chelsea for an away win at just under even money. Best price, 9-11. to 11. Um, I could see just out. Chelsea are in third place. They're only two points behind Tottenham and Liverpool um, on, on top spot. So they're having a great season. They're also top of the league's five-game form table, 13 points in the last five games. They've scored 12 times and conceded only twice across their, their last five matches. While Everton have started well, their form now isn't really that brilliant. They've only taken four points from their last five matches. They've absolutely leaked goals in the process. They've scored six, which sounds okay, but they've conceded nine. Um, I don't think Everton are actually that brilliant. I do think Chelsea are very good and they're certainly very good to watch um, and I think they're a class above Everton and I think getting that price near even money for Chelsea that's good enough for me to put it in the charity bit. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this. I think Chelsea are, are 
purring at the minute. Yeah. Fucking loved watching Billy Gilmore by the way midweek in those highlights. I know it was Kras- I know it was Krasnodar, right? But he's stroking the ball around pretty uh, yeah. Maybe. Let's just let's just see him be really good. Let's not big him up until he's, he's No, I seen I seen yeah. somebody I seen somebody tweet saying uh, name, name me a better centre mid that's in the current Scotland squad and I'll tell you why you're wrong in every single one of them. <laughs> he is he's playing for he's play, he's playing at the highest level out of all of them, right? Like Chelsea has the best team out of all of them. And he's realistically going to start being in that team because he's better than Kovacevic. Uh, and Jorginho. Jorginho played in Jorginho. just because of the way he plays, though. He'll yeah, play but him he, played in, he played in Jorginho's position last night and just fucking looked better than him. Which is like, I mean, yeah. I mean, he wasn't even playing true. in the position he likes playing in. Um, yeah, oh, it's, it's good. I like, I like that bit a lot. I've, I've watched, I think last weekend, I watched eight of the games that we backed, um, which is concerning. There was a lot of football. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and, and Everton just didn't really, uh, they don't do it for me yet. Um, but yeah, so I am finishing off this week uh, at Sunday night at 5.15pm. This is Castillon, the newly promoted to uh, La Liga 2 team versus Albacete. Um, now, Albacete have been absolutely rank rotten recently. They've played four ga- the last four games. They've lost 2-0 three times and they drew 0-0 the previous time. They've scored two goals total in their last eight games. It, they've been so, so bad. And Castillon aren't fantastic, but they're all right at home. Like, they beat Zaragoza last week, who are in meltdown. Their fans are out protesting outside the stadium. And they beat Cartagena. Uh, they're 2-1. So I, I see this game being a pretty low-scoring affair. I think Castellano will probably win it, but I'm quite content taking the shite bag bet in this ter- <laughs> in, in these ones. Uh, get, that, get that alarm, Gary. Get that shite bag alarm on the go. In the over-under market, I'm going to take it's 4-9. Uh, you're getting for under 2.5 goals. I don't, I don't see 2.5 goals in this game happening. Me neither. Uh, so yeah, so... That, that's that's the final pick of the week from me. Yeah, I'm a big big fan of that one, Gordo. That um, I was saying, I was saying, we had nine 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 of the last ten games away from home have had less than two point five goals. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough. these leagues. We've talked about this because we watched it with Jack Harper, yeah. Jordan Holsgrove. We watched these leagues. There, see for what you imagine Spanish football. Jordan yeah. Holsgrove said in our interview, he's like Spanish lower league footballs like British football. Yeah, it's kick and rush football. It's not what you would have expected, and it, the goals showed that there just seemed to be no goals in the games. It always seemed to be a one nil or a one one. Really boring. Um, After a while, fancy taking all of the uh, La Liga two games to be under point uh, five goals at half time. Because ah. fucking nothing. So happens. just correct, correct score nil nils on all the games. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, no goals in the. Oh, first that's half. what that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. correct it score nil nil. Uh, the it's just so like every time I look at it, it's nil nil. Every, like every, every time there's no fun in that league you're right um, but yeah I'm taking them under 2.5 at 1 to 2 no yeah, that's a really good pick and I think that'll give her charity the spicy little boost that it needs it be actually the easy one Gordo that's yeah. the easy one you should be walking just, just, I mean you boys just focus on getting one this week that'd be, that'd be good <laughs> well no mine's is in mine's is in mine's is in I, I, this is this I checked it Andy after we did midweek this is the fifth time I'll have backed a flight and going to this year this season mm. they've won every time They've not, con- they've not conceded a goal in either of those games by the Oh no wait, they have sorry locomotive, they did. They did against Lo- locomotive two one. But mate, pff, easy. Easy Realm of the Pish. Realm of the Pish. They're getting put in their place. Uh, do you guys have any else you've looked at? 
Nothing. Uh, no, not n- nothing of nothing of this week. No. No. Um, well, I do want to. I do want to mention one thing, but I don't really want to mention it. Uh, I'm not looking forward to Sunday as a yeah. United season ticket holder. Um, we host Rangers, uh, new co-Rangers on Sunday. And what then, uh, <laughs> that was just for John because uh, he's obviously a big Rangers fan, and I am not looking forward <laughs> to this prospect at all. Um, we can't score goals. We don't attack. We very much just now set up to defend. I don't think the players we have are of good enough quality to defend against this Rangers team. I can see us getting battered, and I mean properly hammered, like three or four. Yeah, the good, the good news is we've rested. Um, uh, we've rested tonight. We've rested Tavernier, Morelos, and Ryan Kent. So yeah, they'll be so fresh. Be nice. <laughs> I mean. I'll, Obviously, I'll be hoping beyond hope for some sort of Dundee United result, and and I, I won't back against them myself. But I think it's a pretty solid stick on Rangers win, probably by quite a lot of goals. Do you, do you know what annoys me a little bit about the bookies? Not on that game, but a similar idea. Celtic Kilmarnock. Celtic are still one to four to beat Kilmarnock at home. But if you if you if you if you don't like, well, great, great you for you. If you want yeah, back against it's it. not a problem. Uh, but it's bringing Kilmarnock sods down for a draw as well. I, I don't get why it's. I don't get why it's like so in the middle of not Celtic being a banker and not being tighter than it should be. Kilmarnock don't concede a lot of goals, and no, they don't. See the way Celtic have struggled. It's been against teams who are exactly like Kilmarnock, yeah. exactly like Kilmarnock, who will put same as St Johnson, everyone behind the ball. Same as Ross County, everyone behind the ball. You have to find something different to beat these teams. It's going. That's going to be a horrible game, by the way. That's going to be a horrible game to watch. I don't. I don't. I'd never like or enjoy watching Kilmarnock either. But I think that'll be a really dirty game. I think that's the way Kilmarnock are set up. Cards is what I'm saying, Gordo. Aye. Look for cards and Celtic Kilmarnock. Is that? Do you have any? It's, it's that that your additional pick that you've got this week. I would. I would take if Broadfoot starts. Broadfoot carded. If Brown starts. Brown carded. Um, if Alan Power starts, Power carded. If Dicker starts, Dicker carded. That would be the four that I'd be going for. And see, normally be like four cards on like Willie Hill. I bet. Oh, you're up at thirty or forty at one at that yeah, point. Easy. I that sometimes, but see, because Kilmarnock are such a dirty team. Yeah, it's probably quite tight on those. But yeah, that would be. I mean, Dicker, Power, and Broadfoot. I think they must get carded almost every time they play an old firm team. They pay the freedom. Must be an agreement they have. <laughs> they fucking wind people up. It's hatchet time. Um, anything else, God, or anything else? No, I am. I am good to go. I am going to go finish packing some boxes. So that's my my next my next step. And you'll see me in the same background because I use the Zoom background next week. <laughs> um, but with hopefully better Wi-Fi. So. And did you I have think... a quick fantasy update? Yeah, sure. So uh, Chris Jones is starting to open up a gap at the top of that table uh, of the salary cap league. Um, for the for everyone's throwing their five in. I think it's a hundred and forty quid prize. He's on 732 points now. Um, and that uh, second place is 698. So, Chris, well done. Um, obviously, you're in everyone's sights now. Everyone will be gunning for you, but that's, that's an impressive total. Uh, get involved with us on our Facebook group. Just search uh, Facebook for Trample Bit Podcast and ask to join the group, join the community. There's loads of good stuff that gets posted in there. Uh, Michael Stokes had a, um, a rugby pick again. He's always good with the rugby picks. Um, come be a part of it join the community share your own stuff but look at the wealth of information that's out there from people around the world okay that was the podcast have a good weekend happy hunting bye 
Social Podcast Network.